all good things must come to an end. But sometimes, the end is just the beginning. As I look around the room, I'm beginning to pick up on some clues. There are, there are birds flying around in the upper parts of the, of the room. They're probably holograms, but you can't quite tell. Can't really, if they're holograms, they were well programmed because mm -hmm. they're convincing AF. And I'm noticing that TC is blending in incredibly well mm -hmm. with her giant orange feathered coat because it looks like almost everybody has some sort of feathered something on their person. Mm -hmm. And then I start paying attention to the food that's on the trays that the, that the waiters are walking around serving and everything. 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 Every single thing. Is eggs. Is, it's just eggs. It's just, just eggs. different sizes and shapes and some are deviled and you know, some are angeled and <laughs> some it's are a just special recipe from the moons of Diego. Right. Mm -hmm. Lots of colors and shapes and yeah, but but because there are so many eggs present, there's that faint sulfuric smell happening. But seeing all this, I'm like, huh. I uh, I think I'm at a bird party. <laughs> The people walking around with trays of food, all under four feet tall, are just completely covered in feathers. Some of them are actually wearing costumes. Some of them might actually be birds. It looks like there are some Salcelli birds with trays on their backs walking around mm -hmm. serving food, even though they, as far as you can tell, they're just big birds. They look like emus. You see uh, a couple stages set up. On one, there is an Arbuinian doing acrobatics. A uh, big blue bird with a couple extra eyes. On another one, it looks like there's a Thispacian, which is a lizardy guy, uh -huh. uh, sort of snake-like, doing tricks, uh, magic tricks. It's got a very colorful beard and colorful outfit on. Ooh, fun. Yeah. There is a singer in one corner. He's a Dresselian. And so not Max Rebo. Not Max Rebo. That's disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what are you guys going to do at this party now? So you're trying to blend in. We're trying to blend in, which is oddly enough, TC is doing a better job blending in than I am because TC is right on theme with with her orange bird feather pimp jacket. So that's pretty cool. But um, I wish TC had a hat. <laughs> So as I'm walking behind TC, I notice that part of the back of her coat kind of seems to be like the top part is like flopping up and down as she's walking. So I kind of reach out and I, I like touch it and I realize it's a feathered hood on the back of her cape. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, TC, did you know this coat has a hood? I was not aware of that. Hey, put, put it up. I feel, like, uh, I feel like it might look kind of good. Very well, Meryl. And TC puts the hood up. How do I look? Well, well, from behind, I would think you were a giant emu. Oh. Which is good. That, that's good for, oh. for around here. So oh, good okay. Good job blend, blending in, I guess. Um, 
And then out of the corner of my eye, I, I see the senator that we're there to look for. Well, I need a perception check to see if you see the senator. Yeah, okay, we can do that. Two perception, mm-hmm. two cunning. Okay, two yellows. Two purples and a black because it's crowded. Yeah, but I'm taller than everybody. Yeah, but so are well, half of the people here. Yeah, all right. Oh, well. Most for TC looking around. Yeah, and blending in real well. I'm a little jealous of her coat right now, to be honest. Two successes and one threat. Okay. So out of the corner of my eye, I spot the senator. Um, what does he look like? He is a tall, bald man. He's he's a white, pale-skinned, like kind of almost an ashen complexion. Like he does not look well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a beard, a, a gray beard, and he's pointy wearing beard. a gray pointy beard. Yeah. Yes, it's yes. Very important. It's very, and um, he's wearing, it it, honestly, it looks like he didn't give a crap about the theme whatsoever. He's, he's like, he's like wearing his official garb. It's a high collared black cape with all this red trim and stuff. So he just, he looks very, he looks like he's on the job and it's like, okay, he probably just never is off the job. He wants everyone to know his station and who he is. So he just came in full regalia. Mm-hmm. Your threat is that he's very obviously surrounded by guards. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so he's going to be hard to access. And um, and then I see his group starting to, to move away. So mm-hmm. I say, TC, come on, and go to follow. And then... And then... You want to flip that over for me? Uh-huh. So you have two light side points. Thank you. And then you hear over a loudspeaker system and you see floating up in the middle of the floor kish ducati do like the lights go down and strobe lights start playing as he like is this like his entrance yeah the lights go down (laughs) and a big hologram of kish ducati appears behind him that makes sense Uh uh-huh and he says welcome everybody i am so glad y'all could come out for my birthday my bird day. My bird day. <laughs> We're at a party. And Kish Ducati. Kish Ducati. He is really killing this bird party, let's be real. So this little platform is rising, and you see Kish Ducati on it. And there are, like, strobes happening. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh. With his big, um, big... You know what? It's not even a, a live projection of him. It is a hollow photo of him that is just sort of spinning behind him. Kish Ducati's a little chatter fan. He's probably less than four feet tall. He's got a little bat nose and gray fur all over his body. He has a big, like, martini glass with some opaque liquid in it, sloshing around as he talks. And the outfit that he's wearing has, a, I think it's sequins. You can't quite tell from where you're standing, but there are definite sparkles coming off of it. Uh-huh. Uh, looks like a suit. But then around the collar are probably two foot long feathers sticking out behind his head. <laughs> behind his big bat ears. Wait, just like two enormous no, no, no. feathers? Oh, okay. I was gonna be like, A bunch of feathers. What that are bird all two did feet he kill to get those feathers? Um, on his hands, he's got rings. On his ears, he's got earrings. And he's oh. got a big chain around his neck with a. A jewel. So what you're telling me is his whole outfit's very understated. Very. <laughs> I think he as a person is just very understated. Do, yeah, it really seems that way. Welcome to my birthday party. <laughs> Mother of quoth. 
Who is this guy? I just want to thank each and every one of you for coming out to my party tonight. As you know, I'm turning 32 years old, and that is a that's a big year for me. Okay, as our chatter fans like. Is 32 like a, a big year in the Chatter Fan Life spike you cycle? Hear, you hear TC in your head. It is well known that Chatter Fan typically only live to approximately 40 years of age. Oh, wow. Okay. So this is like this is like your 60th birthday kind of thing? Yes. Wow. He's getting on in years. Oh, and our comlinks, you, they're, they're implants so that mm-hmm. we can think what we want to say. Isn't that what Pretty it was? Pretty much, yeah. Okay, great. So we don't have to move around. Perfect. Yeah. I hope everybody's having a great time. We've got plenty of hors d'oeuvres to go around. Check out the uh, our very talented performers on all three stages. I will be accepting gifts, <laughs> you, which you can place on this table down here to the left. Just look for the tall Wookiee. <laughs> it's like it's like offerings at a shrine. <laughs> it pretty much is. <laughs> Be sure to check out all the hors d'oeuvres that are being passed out by my good friends down on the floor. We've got poached eggs, we've got eggnog, we got souffles, we got scrambled eggs, we've got eggs benedict, we've got deviled eggs, we've got scotch eggs, we've got omelets, we've got egg quesadillas. (laughs) Anyway, lots of good, lots of good stuff to have. And later on, there'll be, there'll be a cake. So make sure you save some room. Let me guess. It'll be a flan. <laughs> Very funny, mistress. Oh, TC. Sorry. I, f- I forgot you were in my head. Um, he, he gestures down at the, the table where he's accepting gifts. And on it, there are about a dozen cages with birds in them. As gifts with bows. <laughs> um, lots of boxes, big and small. There's a Jawa and Ewok sort of accepting gifts from people. Okay. The, uh, the auction is going to take place down here. He gestures with his left hand. All of the items that are up for bid are are marked with starting prices. It's going to be a silent auction. My people know how those work. I don't. Just, you can figure it out. Well, that's about all I've got to say to y'all. Again, thanks for coming. Have a great time. Happy birthday to me! As, as the room erupts into applause, I just stand there in shock. And I think to TC, that's Kish Ducati? Yes, that is Kish Ducati. But he's a small little... And the platform, this whole time, the platform has just been going up. Right. It has okay. not stopped. And yeah. it gets where it's going, which is looks like it's a, a, a level with a door leading outside. Okay. And he waves at everybody. Have a great time. And he turns around and walks out the door. And, and the lights all come up. Come back up. Okay. But the big hologram of him stays. I love it. That's great. Okay. Well, um, oh, guy sure knows how to make an entrance. Uh, and then out of the corner of my eye, I see the senator start moving away, mm-hmm. away from us. But I really need to go talk to Kish because I have to get someone to buy my, my ship so that I can afford a replacement ship. So I know Kish is a collector of... Fine or rare. Yeah. So, yeah, I know Kish is a collector of luxury spacecraft, so I, I feel like he'll be interested in the, the ship that I currently need to offload because I've illegally stolen it. Because, it, I mean, it's really rare and tricked out, so I think he'll like it. And I think I can get a trade out of it and, you know, maybe get a ship that's 
not currently um, <clears throat> hot, mm-hmm. as they say. Um, but I also have to, I got to keep track of the senator because I'm just planning on waiting him out until he leaves because mm-hmm. I'm not going to make a scene at this party. Like, that's just a bad idea. I don't know enough about who's here. And I just have no desire to try and shoot my way out, which I can't do because I don't have a gun. Yeah, and so, neither does TC. And neither does TC anymore. So, oh, TC, TC, I need you to follow the senator. I don't know where he's going, but you need to keep an eye on him. I can do that. Thank you. I got to go talk to Kishtakati, but stay on comms because I'll let you know what's going on and we can meet up and keep me informed of anything weird that goes on, okay? Very good. All right, we'll just try to blend in. You as well. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to have a harder time of it than you will. TC turns off and uh, gets a little bit closer to the senator. And you head up the stairs that you saw the hut slithering up earlier. Yeah, so these stairs are ridiculous. Kish has quite the flair for the dramatic. So these stairs are, I don't know what they're made out of. It's clearly something stronger than glass, but it's clear like glass. Mm-hmm. So as you're like walking up it, it you'll, if you look down and you uh, are afraid of heights, like just buckle up for some vertigo because it's intense. And the level that Kish floated up to is very, very high. So this building, it's like a skyscraper on yeah. Coruscant night. Yeah. On Coruscant. It's Coruscant <laughs> In nights. Coruscant nights. In Coruscant <laughs> nights on Coruscant. It's a skyscraper. <clears throat> and his the the center where the party is, like he floated up to the top yeah, level. He did. And I am having to get up there climbing these stairs and it's taking forever. You pass the hut. Well, yeah. And his entourage. <laughs> the real tricky thing about these stairs is that the people who use this tower have legs half the the size of yours. So, so there like, are twice as many stairs. <laughs> and it's very awkward. Is what it is. So I'm trying to take... So they're like they're that awkward size where taking two at a time feels just a little bit too short. But taking three at a time is just a little too much. Yeah. So I'm just feeling off kilter and annoyed mm-hmm. and I'm starting to get sweaty. And let me tell you, <laughs> a red leather jumpsuit, you know, that, that stuff's not breathing. Mm-hmm. So I'm uh, trying to keep it together and stay cool as a dead star up here, but uh, things are not going well. But eventually. Eventually. You make it up to the top. I finally get up to the top. But I take a minute to kind of take a few deep breaths. Okay. Yeah, cool off, chill out. Thankfully, I don't really turn red because, you know, I have a naturally green hue and blushing and turning red and get, you know, when I perspire, it's not really a thing that a Claren has to worry about. So, cool off, get up there, and uh, I look around to see where Kish is. And... So, you're at a place where it's probably one of the best views on Coruscant. You can see the Jedi Temple in the distance. You can see... Dak Avenue and Famba Avenue below you, sort of going down forever. Um, there are a bunch of other tall buildings around, but none are quite as tall as this one. And are we up too high to have any, like, speeder traffic happening? Yeah, there, there's probably some ship traffic Okay. further up, and down below you can see some speeder traffic. Okay. As you're scanning the crowd, a waiter comes up to you and says, Pardon me, but Kitch would like you to join him on the balcony. I'm a little surprised, I'm like, but then I say, oh, 
With pleasure. Lead the way. Good evening, Mr. Kish. Thank you so much for inviting us to your delightful birthday party. Congratulations on another year. Why, why thank you, thank you, miss. See, I, I called you over here because I didn't recognize you. Well, I am new to this area, and this is where I, I really have a hard time with these conversations. I'm just not a social person. Mm-hmm. So what I, instru- what I instructed TC to do ahead of time... Mm-hmm. Was feed me the appropriate, yeah. the appropriate things to say. Yeah. So I, so TC's talking in my head, and mm-hmm. I'm just repeating what she's saying. Yeah. And so I don't sound like myself at all. Right. And it's a little. I'm being a little bit stiff just because I'm having to like repeat what TC's saying in my head. Yes, I am new to these parts. I was brought here as a guest of the senator. I kind of thinking, whoa, what are you getting us into? Oh yeah, which, which senator is that? Senator Rosnick. Oh, Senator Rosnick. Yeah, that's funny. He doesn't have many friends. Yes, well, I... It's nice to see him branching out a little bit. He and I are, are have bonded over our mutual love for spacecraft. Oh, that's interesting. I happen to have a lovely Sky Sprite that I've been trying to sell. It's just too flashy for my, for my purposes these days. Sky Sprite? Don't see that many of those outside of the Jedi Order. May I ask how you got your hands on it? Oh, oh, just, you know, a game of sabacc here, a bet on a pod race there, and I do a totally unfamiliar laugh. <laughs> and I'm just shocked at how I'm behaving right now, because this is completely <laughs> uncharacteristic. Well, that's funny. Yeah, I've been, I've been known as a little bit of a collector myself. You don't say! I say a little too quickly and a little too loudly. Yeah. I do. How how fortuitous. Just found this old this is very cool. You you do like old ships? Oh I love them. Found an old Imperial ship from it's like a thousand years old. It was buried under one of the streets on Coruscant. These two schmucks brought it to me, they didn't know what it was worth. My goodness. I really am surprised at that information and kinda wanna get a look at this ship, but I gotta stay on mission. You wouldn't happen to be interested in my Sky Sprite now, would you? Well, let's see. Sky Sprite from a Sabat game, and he gives you a wink. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't happen to be uh, Delta 12, would it? As a matter of fact, it is. I might be in the market for something like that. Now listen, I didn't come here to do business today. I came here to celebrate because it's my birthday. Oh, and what a glorious day it is. Isn't it? Kill me now. The weather couldn't be better. So true. <laughs> But I think we should talk about this. I think uh, I'd like to get my hands on that ship. Well, it's going for a great price, and, you know, of course, the senator has also been interested in purchasing it. But So if you don't want to talk about it right now, that's totally fine. I'll just let the senator know that, that he can go ahead and take it off my hands. And I start to walk away slowly, because TC told me to. Because mm-hmm. TC knows this is how they do business. So I think this is, this is a weird one. This is going to be a negotiation check. Okay. It's going to be TC's negotiation. Right. And I think you are providing both a boost and a setback. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is accurate. <laughs> so it's going to be two yellows. Okay. And it's going to be a red and a purple. Okay. Boost and a setback. Yeah. A blue and a black. <laughs> this is so funny. This is just a so weird situation. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, keeping that one. Just go. That's so no. cheatery. That is it okay? Rolled I don't it. want. It's in the box. It is in the box. Okay. You one two success. And you two. 
Now, hold, hold on, hold on. I didn't say I didn't want it. I just said I needed to think about it, but sure. Where is it? It's being taken care of at Mitch and Sons. Do you know it? I don't, but I can find it. Yes, it's really hard to miss. The Mitches are rather oddly forgettable, yet noticeable. And I give him a, another card that has directions to Mitch and Sons. Um, if, you, if, you've got, if you've got the key, um, I can get my boys to give you the credits. Uh, well, you know, I might like to take a look at it first. I can help you with that. Pull up the data pad and I unlock it. And I start flicking through pictures and then there's a, a 3D model of it. Oh, it's, it's blue. Like, yes. It's my it's, favorite color. It's a jaunty, happy shade, isn't it? Yeah. All right. You have the key? Right here. And I hold it out to him. Mikey, go get some credits. And a Toydarian. Uh, okay. And he walks off. My boy Mikey's going to set you up. You just have a good time. He'll find you. Uh, oh, okay. Well, happy birthday again and... It's been a pleasure doing business with you. Oh, you too. Have a good time. Do I feel any sense of suspicion here or... No, he... He, he really is he just... He turns around and okay. starts talking with Pana the Hut. Okay. So, I'm feeling pretty relieved. We walk back and we walk out of out of the... Off the balcony and... Roll perception real quick. Oh, yeah. Two rank in perception. It's two yellow. Two yellow, uh, one purple. One of Pana's guys is sort of looking at you squinting as you you walk off Gamorian. Okay. Um walk past the Gamorian as quickly as possible and I think to TC TC that was that was great and that was really easy, but are you getting the sense that we're being watched? Almost like we're not welcome here? It seems as though perhaps somebody has put your face out there again. Well, if Dixon and Dima were able to find us out there on the hollow net, I bet somebody else could too. We need to get this over with as quickly as possible. I want to get out of here. I feel like something's about to happen. As you start walking through the door from the balcony back inside, I flipped both my dark side points because two things are happening at the same oh, time. Oh, gosh. You yeah. hear from TC. Mm-hmm. Mistress, it appears the senator is leaving now. What? Right this second? Right now. How much time before he He and his men are just about to walk out the door. Are you with we them? Have minutes. I'm right behind them. Perfect. And as you leave and start to go out the balcony door... You hear something you haven't heard before on Coruscant. You may have heard this once before on your home world. You hear the city's air raid sirens go off. Has this ever happened on Coruscant before? No. Weird. Yeah. And seconds after they do, you hear the telltale sounds of ships coming out of hyperspace. Oh, no. And looking up, the Separatist fleet is on Coruscant. Uh-oh. The sirens are going off all over the city, and people on this balcony start panicking. The hut on and his entourage, as quickly as they can, start going back down the stairs. And people are running all over the place. So I am definitely going to try and do this. I need to get down to TC as quickly as possible, and it's just chaos and mayhem. Mm-hmm. So I say, TC, stay with the senator as best you can. Don't let him out of your sight. I'll keep an eye on them. And then I run, and instead of trying to... The stairs are packed. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just a... It's basically a standstill all the way down, because everyone crammed to the stairs at the same time. It's just chaos. People are getting trampled. It's complete mayhem. So I run to the edge of the balcony, mm-hmm. and I notice that there are all of these hanging strands of like lights with like, tinsels, like yeah. shiny tinsel mm-hmm. pieces stuck to them and stuff, and that's it's making all these light reflections all over the wall, like prisms and things. So I decide that instead of trying to go down the stairs, I'm going to have to just jump for it and try and 
swing from light to light until I get down to the floor. Okay. Hopefully doing it safely. Athletics, right? Can I, yeah, well I was gonna, yeah, the athletics checks, but one of my fourth skills is enhanced yeah. athletics check. Yeah. So can I do that too? Yeah, roll a, a, a force die with that check. Okay. You can use dark side as either success or advantages. Okay. Oh, I have one light side point. Do you want, you should use that light side point. That's fine. So here's what happens. I realize that my only way down in order to meet up with, with TC in time before the senator leaves is by just throwing myself to the balcony and, and swinging, swinging from light strand to light strand to like get to the bottom. As I run towards the edge, I kind of feel the urge to close my eyes and just calm washes over me. And I feel this strange force pulsing through my body. And it's all especially of, strange to you. It's, it's bizarre. Mm-hmm. I, I've never felt anything like this. I, well, that's not true. There was one time before that I can remember when TC and I found our, our hideout. Mm-hmm. Well, and that one I think came from a different place. That one... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it didn't feel quite the same, but yeah. they're related. This mm-hmm. this is much stronger, mm-hmm. and it's all through me. Yeah. And it's like it's kind of taking me over somehow. Mm-hmm. You notice um, as you jump that those birds, those hologram birds, are not actually holograms. They're real birds flying around. I jump over the edge. My eyes open just as I'm, like, leaping over, and I, I reach for the first light strand that's right in front of me, and I grab it. And I swing over to another, but I'm a little short. But one of those birds is there. It's a big, I'm trying to think of something that's like an albatross. Something like, like really large and strong. Um, it'll be a, well, this one will be a convor. A convor. Mm-hmm. It's like a big owl with a prehensile tail. Okay, I love it. There's a large convor though, right then, flying in front of me. And it kind of swoops underneath me. And obviously I'm too big for it to like carry me. Mm-hmm. But it's enough of a, a push in, the, in a different direction for me to get close to another light strand. And I grab that one. And then I just start swinging from light strand to light strand as I make my way down. And the next thing I know, I let go, do a flip in the air, and I land with on one knee and one foot, you know, in that like that. The superhero pose. The um, Terminator pose. Okay. Yeah. And as you do, you see TC in her orange feathered coat running out the main door and you hear her say he's getting in a taxi i jump up and run after her Mm -hmm. and i burst out the door just in time to see the senator close the door of a of a taxi thankfully this taxi is a doesn't have a roof convertible is a convertible thank you thankfully the taxi is a convertible so i yell tc follow him and i run up behind him and tc and i both, I jump into the back right next to the senator when TC, just the same time as TC, TC jumps into the, the passenger seat. TC tries to jump in the passenger seat, but ends up just like holding on to the rear bumper of this vehicle as it speeds off. I didn't notice that she wasn't completely in, and I yelled, drive to the driver, and we start zooming, and then we're out into the middle of Coruscant, uh, away from any platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, before I notice that TC's hanging on with one hand. TC, don't let go! Mistress, I will try. <laughs> she's going to fall to her death. So uh, I reach out to help TC get back into this, back to the car. Roll an athletics check. Two difficulty. I finally, one success, two advantages. Finally did good. Okay, so you so grab I reach TC. Out, I grab TC's other hand, and then, I, but, you know, she's kind of 
damp for some reason. I feel like something got spilled on her in the party or something. Cause like, why is her hand, her, her metal was kind of slippery. So she's slipping out of my hand. I'm like, TC, what? Hold on. And so I reach with my other, with my left hand and I grab at the, behind at the nape of her jacket mm-hmm. and there's that giant hood. Yeah. So I'm able to get a really good grip on the mm-hmm. jacket and I just yank her up Whoa. into the, into the seat in front of me. The senator is none too pleased that we are in his cab. Did you get in the same cab as him? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, it was a blue cab. Okay. A blue taxi, right? That's what I thought we were doing, because I told her to told TC to hop into the same taxi, okay. and it's you... convertible, and I hopped into the back seat. There are a lot of people in this taxi. There are five people, you, TC, and the driver. How big is this taxi? It's not that big. How, is the, how are we all fitting in there, though? I assumed you were in a different taxi. So uh, <laughs> driving this taxi... Um, looking very confused now because two people, extra people have just jumped in his cab, is a Bothan in a dark leather jacket. What the heck's going on here? Get these people out of my cab! So I uh, look at this Bothan and I'm like, you again? Oh god. Are you the only cab driver in this godforsaken planet? Sure seems like it some days. (sighs) Alright, well can you just work with me for once please? You two having this conversation? Hey, that's enough out of you, mister! Get out of my cab! Any objections to me knocking this guy out, people? (laughs) Did you really say that? I'm asking the cab, yes. I would prefer you didn't... Are you being serious right now? Do I look like I'm joking, sir? Boys, get her! Yes, a fight! (laughs) Roll initiative. Well, we're moving! (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You are rolling... Cool. One cool, two presents. I'm just picturing like an old-fashioned bar brawl happening, but in a moving taxi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just gonna be great. I'm very ready for it. All right, so these four bodyguards, they all pull out little little guns, little pistols from their belts. Wow. Okay. I looked out. I know. So these four people um, in their dark outfits, they pull their blasters and they start attempting to shoot at Meryl. Yes. I have an idea that the cab driver sees that happening and like swerves the car to keep him from being able to get a good aim or something. Sure. Yeah. So from the energy that came out of the ends of their blasters, you can see that they've set their blasters to stun. Oh, okay. Probably because their boss is in the car with them. And... As Rondo sees that these blasters have come out, uh, he looks behind him. And when he looks in front of him again, there are taillights. And he swerves up, and all of the shots go wide. He is going to attempt something. Rondo Pepsi is? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. Sinister, and I don't like it. As the speeder swerves up and narrowly misses the rear end of a speeder that is stopped, you see in front of you a huge Separatist ship has come out of the sky, and there is now a battle happening in the skies above you. And the ship looks like it's about to, to crash into Dak Avenue. And Rondo sort of flips the speeder a little bit. It it goes up into the side. Mm -hmm. And as he does that, one of these four goons who was not holding on and not wearing a seatbelt falls out. And Yander Rosnick sees that happen. And... Oh my. Oh my. So he pulls out a little knife 
Oh, I don't like that. Out of the top of his cane. Ooh. And How sinister. Mm-hmm. That maneuver got you very close to him, and he jabs you in the side with it. Does he, though? He does. He actually stabs he me? He actually stabs you. I kind of look down in disbelief, and all I can think is, good thing I'm already wearing red. So you're going to take eight, ignoring one of your soak. And now it's you and TC. I've been stabbed before. This is nothing new, and, you know, he didn't get anything vital in his tiny little pen knife. You know, it's it's small. You know, it's going to be a pain in the butt to sew up later, but I'll make do. All he's really managed to do is, is anger me. So uh, I look down at where he stabbed me, and then I look into his eyes, and uh, I see a look of fear cross his face, because he knows that all he did was poke the gun dark. You really didn't want to do that, I say. And so here's what I'm picturing. I'm sitting here. He's sitting to my right. Mm-hmm. You're at a very steep angle, though. Okay. So he has stabbed me in like my... Like he's falling towards you. Right. Yeah. So he would have stabbed me in my right side, mm-hmm. like in between my hip and rib cage. Yeah. Is that... Yeah. Okay. And this has to be a cab where there are two sets of seats facing each other. Otherwise, this is Otherwise, completely this impossible. No, no. Yeah, we're two, two like, r- benches facing one another. That makes sense. I turn and I see, and, he, you know, he's there. So we're making eye contact that way. I'm looking over my, to my right. He's looking down on my left. Uh, and then I see across from me in my peripheral vision, one of his goons starting to, mm-hmm. to come for me. Yeah. So I look him in the eyes like, you really didn't want to do that. He's cowed. He all of the fight has left him with that one move that didn't really do what he thought. He was hoping to kind of incapacitate me, and all it did was piss me off. So, so he is he is uh, has lost his fighting spirit. So I see the movement happening out of the corner of my left eye. So I take my repulsor fist and turn my body, you know, across the the aisle to punch this guy square in the chest. That would be a brawl. Two and three. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. You have uh, things to add to that, too, with your, your talent tree, probably. Martial Grace? Yeah. Once per round, suffer two strain to add damage equal to ranks and coordination to one hit of a successful brawl check. Coordination is two. Yeah. Okay. So if you hit. So, all right. So if I hit, take two yeah. strain. Yeah. Add two damage. Add two damage. Okay. Oh, yeah. Get back in there. It was a blank one, too. That would have been nice. Blank bad one? A blank bad mm. one. Oh, instead I got a blank advantage. Okay, so that's three with one threat. Um, what is the damage on your repulsor fist? Eight. <laughs> Wait, is it eight or is it plus eight? Plus eight. So that's 11. Uh, oh, because I'm three problems. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we add your successes, so 12, 13. Do you want to add your ranks in coordination? I mean, yeah, why not? So 15? Yep. Uh, you take your strain. How'd you kill two guys? both of them. There are three. Yeah, but TC will get the next one. I'm not too worried. Actually, <laughs> you should be worried. No, but good. okay. So we're all squished to the side still? Yeah, because we're kind of like flying along the side of a building, right? Yeah. Okay. I see the senator's men start to move to- across the across the cab towards me out of the corner of my eye. And uh, I instinctually strike out with my repulsor fist and I I don't engage the fist quite yet, but I know to wait until the men are close enough, and one of them moved slightly in front of the other, so I release my repulsor fist into his chest, and that bangs him backwards into the other guy. Their heads crash together with 
all the force of my repulsor fist, and uh, they knock one another out. Oh, they knock one another out of the flying cab. Correct. Yeah. That's it. So they go flying. They're passed out and go flying out mm-hmm. out the cab. I guess that's the last we'll be seeing of those two. TC42 turns to the third person and attempts to karate chop them. Side chop completely misses. They were a little too slow, and that third person backs up and is almost dangling out of the other side now. Nice try, TC, but you really need to get her some. She needs some help in this area. The third one, um, even though he's almost out of the speeder, it takes aim at you and fires, and you're hit with a stun bolt. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. False. No, yeah, he saw he saw what happened. He saw you take out those two guys with one punch. He aims his blaster at you and pulls the trigger. You are hit with five stun damage. I am going to flip this light side point to say that... You're not saying no. No to what? To getting hit, because he just hit you. Why can't I say that the force was coursing through me and I dodged? No. Unless you have the skill dodge, then no, because that is a that is a talent. What's the next one? I don't mm-hmm. have it. You don't have it yet. <laughs> so, well, then I'm not flipping the light side point. Okay. So it is. Oh, it's Rondo's turn. Now, okay, whose side is Rondo on? Like he's. Rondo's on his cab side. He's on his cab he, side. He, he wants... doesn't want us to damage his, his yeah. vehicle. So he takes the cab out of the tight turn, and that Separatist ship is still crashing. It seems like it's in slow motion, and Rondo's a really good driver. Yep. He's been at this a while. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. Mm. You can actually tell, as somebody who's been in fights, in battles, flown a ship, Mm -hmm. Rondo has flown ships. Mm. Rondo has probably flown ships in a war situation. Yeah. And he takes this wild maneuver where his speeder goes up and over and sort of, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. I'm doing it like with a my barrel, hands. like a barrel it's roll. It's almost kind a of barrel thing? roll. So it goes up and sort of tilts to the side, and then it is almost 180 from what it is and goes straight down into Dak Avenue, past lines and uh-huh. lines of traffic, uh-huh. trying to get somewhere. And you and TC hold on for dear life. And it looks like Yander Rosnick was not strapped in. Oh, no. And he is very close to falling out of the cab. The what? fourth person yeah. knocks up against the back wall and is going to take enough strain that he passes out. Perfect. Um, is it my action? Yeah. So. Actually, no, it is uh, Yander Rosnick's action, but he is. I think for this whole rest of this round, y'all are too G forced to really do anything. Oh, okay. Because I was gonna reach it. Because I don't want to lose. He, I mean, he's my bounty. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want him to actually go anywhere. So I was. I want to reach out and pull him in. Something that. Oh, he's still in. He's not. I thought he was not hanging out the out. side. I mean, he's like gripping the seat. Oh, okay, okay. I thought he was like hanging out on the outside, like TC was yeah. earlier. But if you have something you want to do that doesn't require you moving around very much, do that. No, I don't think so. I want to knock out Yander because yeah. I just need him. He's he just needs to be incapacitated so I don't have to deal with him anymore. The energy radiating from Yander Rosnick is anger, rage, darkness. Do you want to flip that light side point to use a force power you don't have? Sure. Roll a force die. Okay. Cross your fingers for oh. a dark side point. Okay. 
That's it. Didn't, Didn't happen. What would have happened? Um, I would have let you Darth Vader choked him. Oh, I wouldn't have wanted to do that, though. Why not? I don't know. Pass him out. I mean, that would be nice. But what if I went too far? Okay, so Rondo gets the car to the bottom of Famba Avenue in Little Andron and stops it, parks it. Get out. Oh, that's Rondo telling us to get out? Yeah. So I, I pick up the last passed out guard and throw him over the side. Yander starts scrambling over the top of the side of the cab, not even opening the door, trying I, to get out. I reach over and I grab him by his cloak and yank him back into the ground. What do you think you're doing? I am a senator! I take my fist and I don't activate the repulsor action. I, I just use it as a regular old fist and I just kind of clock him in the throat real quick to knock him out. Roll a brawl check. Too difficulty. Yes. Oh yeah, you do it. I very much do yeah, it. Yeah, you do it. I do it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do? So I reach over and I, I grab the senator's cloak as he's trying to scramble over the side of the cab. Mm -hmm. I yank him back into the floor of the cab and I punch him really quickly in the throat to mm -hmm. pass him out and he just goes limp. Mm -hmm. <sighs> I take a deep breath. <sighs> okay. I turn to Rondo Pepsi. I know that we have not had great interactions with one another, that we don't get along all that well. I understand and take ownership of the part I have played in our tumultuous relationship, but I currently need a cab driver. I can pay you handsomely. I will not argue with you on whatever price you think is fair. Flip my dark side point over. You feel a buzz in your pocket. I put my hand in my pocket and I pull out a- Comlink. Your secure comlink. Oh, hello? Uh, Katuka? Yeah? It's, uh, Dixon. Oh, yes, Dixon. You've seen the sky. Yeah, what's going on? Uh, bad stuff. Uh, last minute change of location. We need you in New Mandalore, 526 Sundari Street. Okay, we'll be there as quickly as possible. Are you there right now? Yeah, we're here. Okay, uh, we've got the senator and he's in... Pretty good condition, if I say so myself. That's uh, good to hear. We'll see you soon. Okay, bye. All right. Where are we going? You give Rondo the address. I and do. <laughs> Rondo reluctantly takes off. You, he, he keeps low and close to buildings. The, the sky above you is on fire. Ships exploding. Troops coming down. And mm -hmm. it's chaos. So I know that Rondo has... I mean, just based on how he just flew his taxi around, like, he's clearly got some actual, like, combat experience. And so I'm thinking that maybe he has fought in the Clone War. Mm -hmm. And he might have some insight as to what's going on and why this is suddenly happening here on Coruscant. Mm -hmm. So I I uh, kind of change my seat so I'm, I'm closer. I sit on the, the bench just behind the driver and passenger seat. Mm -hmm. And TC sits back with... Yander. Mm-hmm. And, uh... She grabbed one of the pistols that one of the guards had. Yeah, good thinking, TC. Uh, so I go and sit sit closer to Rondo, and I just say, um, hey, Rondo. What? I can see you've got some combat experience. Uh, do you have any idea what's going on here? I'm not I'm not from Coruscant, and I, I don't know anything about the political situation on this planet right now. So what is this? It's bound to happen eventually. It's the capital of the Republic. I thought they were safe for so long... It had to come here. This is 
I gotta get out of here. Ugh, those fools. No one's untouchable. It's ridiculous for anyone to think so. Where are you gonna go? Mmm, maybe Dantooine? Dantooine? Not a bad place. Here it's nice this time of year. Yeah. The two of you drive as stealthily and uh, safely as possible to the address that Sol gave you. It is an abandoned building. What you expected. There are some pillars. It looks like it was fancy at one point. On the way over, you passed by sort of a little cultural district with art galleries and calf shops and stuff like that. But eventually the, the streets wore away to abandoned places like they tend to do around here. Mm-hmm. And you see a Troig standing out front. He's got two heads. Okay. Well, this looks like the place. What do I owe you? Uh, don't worry about it. What? Don't worry about it. I, I mean, I, I have the money. I, I don't mind. I mean, you, you've you really gone above and beyond tonight, and now I've been a, a bit of a bit of a bantha in the past, so, uh, you know, so, sorry about that. Yeah, it's water under the bridge. It's fine. Don't worry about it. This one's on me. Well, I won't forget this, and if you ever need my services, you just let me know. You unload the senator from the car. Just throw him over my shoulder like a sack of potatoes. Uh Uh-huh. And the Troig nods at you and opens the door. And inside there is a single chair, and you see Sol standing in the corner with his arms crossed. Just put him down right there. Thank you. So I I walk into the room and I kind of drop the senator into the chair in this slumped over seated position. Yep. A uh, Miri Allen with green skin and dark hair comes up and ties him to the chair. Sol walks up with a bag. And uh, here's the rest of it. 15,000? Well, that's what we agreed on. All right. Well, that's that. For that much, we're going to have you on retainer. So... We'll be in touch. Uh, I'm not going to be sticking around this planet for much longer. I guess we'll see about that. I guess we will. So I take the money and I hand it to TC so she can put it in one of her many pockets mm-hmm. in her big feathered coat. She puts the credits away and it's a pleasure, been a pleasure doing business with you. Salt nods and the Troy opens the door again. Come on, TC, let's go. And the two of you head out with explosions overhead and the sounds of engines and blaster fire and make your way carefully and cautiously back to the Undercity back to your hideout and see yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good thanks for listening to this first season of Coruscant Nights thanks to Mary Francis for playing on these episodes our music is by Mark Everhart We'll see you soon for Season 2. Make sure to follow us on Twitter for updates on Season 2, and in the meantime, stay tuned for a couple bonus episodes, like our Q&A session and another Outtakes episode. Love the podcast and want to show your support? You can leave us a review on your favorite podcatcher. You can buy us a coffee at ko-fi.com slash Nights, or you can visit us on Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash Nights. 